Hi, my name is Olivia White and I work for Streak. I'm really excited to show you how to use Streak for small businesses today. Thank you all for joining. I really appreciate it. Um, to give a little bit of context, I know Chelsea had explained a bit that Streak is a tool that we're going to show you to help uh, manage your workflows, but um, I do want to give you a little more information about Streak, but first I'm going to go ahead and introduce myself. So I'm Olivia. I am a Bay Area native, hence my little San Francisco background here, I'm currently located in San Francisco, and um, I actually um, have been with Streak for about four and a half years now. So um, in terms of a startup, that is quite a long time. And I think it's been very, very um, rewarding and interesting just kind of being a part of the team and seeing how the tool has grown over the years. And I'm super excited to show you all today what we have to offer. I think obviously in my time here at Streak, I think the tool is in the best place it's ever been. So can't wait to show that to you. Um, and for a little bit of background about Streak, I just wanted to tell you kind of where we came from. So we were founded over a decade ago. Our founder is actually our current CEO. His name is Aleem Mawani. He was actually the first technical product manager at Google. So he was a part of the team that helped build and create Google Drive um, way back when. So that's super cool. He has a lot of great relationships at Google, which is how we've been able to have this really tight knit relationship with them and therefore very deep integration into G Suite, as you will see today. So Streak um, is not a Google product, but we were Google Partner of the Year a few years ago. So we're really excited, excited to show you why. Um, so what I'll do here is I'm going to go ahead and share my screen um, so that I can show you just a couple of things before we get into the demo. So hopefully you're all able to see here that I have my Streak web page pulled up. And you'll notice over here, it says installed and go to Gmail. So Streak is going to be a Gmail specific tool. It's going to live inside of your inbox. Um, and basically it's gonna bring workflow management to the place that you're always in, which is your inbox. Um, so you'll notice that if we click on solutions here, there are a variety of ways that we see Streak being used. And I think that's the beauty of Streak is that it's one of those tools where we have sales teams at huge organizations who want to track their sales. They can use Streak. If there is um, a mom and pop shop who started making candles during COVID and it took off and now they need a way to streamline their sales as well as hiring, they can use Streak. Um, one of my colleagues, he and his wife adopted their son and are in the current uh, process of adopting another child. And use streak for that process as well so truly anything with steps you can use streak to track so i'm really excited to show this to you because i think regardless of what you're looking to use it for today it will give you value so what i'm going to do is i'm going to start us off just inside of my gmail inbox so hopefully this is something that everyone's familiar with this inbox view um, i think that the beauty of streak again is the fact that it's built in here. So we talk to teams all the time or people who have invested a lot of time and money into a tool that they think is gonna be the right fit. And then if it's a tool where you're having to click into another tab, do a ton of manual work to keep it updated, um, it turns out that people just don't use it. So I think ease of use is really one of our main selling points here. So first and foremost, when we're here inside the inbox, what we're looking at is basically just Gmail. And hopefully once I collapse this little view here, you'll notice that 
this should look what, like what you're used to. The only main difference should be that you see a streak icon up here on the top right, letting you know it's installed and working. And it's truly just a Chrome extension or Safari extension. On the left-hand side, you'll have all of those same Gmail tools that you normally have. And then at the bottom, you'll have a place for your pipelines and your mail merges. Totally okay if we don't know what that means yet, we'll get there. Um, so the first thing that you would do when you're getting started with Streak, regardless of how you're planning to use it, would be to build what we call a pipeline. And a pipeline is a word that we use for a workflow. So if I were to click this plus button here, you'll notice that this will bring up a variety of templates based on how we're seeing people use Streak. So if you're looking to track a sales process, we have a template in here for a pipeline like that. Maybe you are looking to raise funding for a company or um, looking for investors or potentially hiring people within um, your business. Whatever it might be, we most likely will have a template for it. If none of these are uh, drawing inspiration for you, you can always come to this custom button down here. Um, and this is where you can build one out a little more specifically. So. It may be that you have a business development workflow, but the template we provide doesn't fit your needs. Go ahead and build it out in this custom section. <clears throat> and then all you'll do is click create and you're good to go. Keep in mind, these are always editable. If you build out a pipeline with three stages and later on realize our process is a lot more complex, we need to add a bunch in, totally fine. You can always um, customize and adapt your pipeline. So here we are in what we call, I have this labeled as a workflow. So this is just a demo pipeline. Um, I wanna make sure that we are able to look at and work through a pipeline with data in it today. So this is mirroring sort of like a sales-ish type workflow, um, but we'll talk to the fact that this can mean any workflow. It's just a series of steps with data. Um, so I wanted to first and foremost kind of establish what we're looking at here. So hopefully the first thing that jumped out at you is how similar this layout is to a spreadsheet. Um, and just kind of bringing it back to that original origin story, if you will, our founders actually a long time ago, Streak was not intended to be the tool that it is today. Essentially, they were trying to build a rewards tracking platform for businesses. And the issue they kept running into was, why don't our emails sync with the things that we're keeping track of in spreadsheets? Everyone uses spreadsheets, basically. Everyone uses email. How are these two not talking to each other? So basically, through trying to build that rewards type um, product, they ended up actually merging spreadsheet views, which they've now named pipelines, um, into Gmail and hence Streak was kind of developed from there. So it is pretty funny um, to think of it in that way, but it kind of brings it back around to the fact that this was always intended with the user in mind um, and intended to be very simple and familiar. So as we go through this pipeline view, kind of keep that in mind that this is intended to look like an Excel spreadsheet or Google spreadsheet. So when we're here in the pipeline, you'll notice that we have these line items coming down on the left-hand side. Again, similarly to a spreadsheet. At Streak, we call each line item a box. And a box is a term that we use for an opportunity. So if you're looking at a sales pipeline, each box might represent a sales lead. 
If you are hiring, maybe your team is looking to hire on a bunch of new people. In that case, maybe each box in that pipeline represents a candidate. Um, if you are looking to fundraise for a um, startup or an investment or something like that, and you're raising funding, then maybe each box in that pipeline is a specific person that is able to um, give you funds. So depending on what the pipeline represents, a box will always represent an opportunity for what that pipeline is. Across the top here, we have these columns. Again, similarly to a spreadsheet, these are going to be what you are using to gather data points. Presumably, you'll want to know things, deal size, close date. Um, if it's a candidate, maybe you want to know what positions they're looking for, what, how much um, experience they have. So if I come down to this, um, I, I have a recruiting pipeline here. So you'll notice here the these drop down columns are a little different. It's going to be what what role are they looking for? Um, how did we hear about them? Things like that. So you'll notice you can have multiple pipelines that kind of represent these different workflows. And each one of those can have a different set of stages and columns. And then last but not least, these colored ribbons at the top represent your stages. So these are going to be those steps or milestones that are a part of your process. Ideally, as new boxes come into the pipeline, they move through the stages until they reach like a win-loss, completed type stage, whatever that looks like for you. Cool. Uh, just want to pause here for a second. I know that's a bit of information to absorb kind of this new layout. Um, I know we're saving questions for the end, but just want to kind of leave a second here to kind of absorb that. So when you build your first pipeline, before you have any data in it, of course, you're going to need to put data in. So how do you do that? What you'll do is you'll come up to this top right plus button, and you can either add boxes one by one. So if you have maybe a small amount of boxes in a pipeline and each one is going to be a one-off where you want to be very intentional about your data entry, you can do it that way. You can do what we call quick add, which basically it's going to scrape your inbox for companies or contacts that you've recently spoken to and will suggest them as boxes that you can add to your pipeline. Or you can import your data. So if you've been using spreadsheets up until this point, you can just get that data right in here and hit the ground running. Um, if you are using a different tool and decide to come over to Streak, you can get your data pulled out of that tool in the form of a sheet and we can get it put into Streak. So um, pretty easy to get your data uploaded and, and a variety of ways that you can do so. <clears throat> awesome. So as of right now, what we're looking at is basically a spreadsheet within Gmail. Um, and that's great, but I do want to show a few features that are going to take this to the next level. So first and foremost, I know we already talked about columns and what those are. They're where you gather data points. But if we scroll over to the right, you'll notice that there are a variety of columns here with little sparkles next to them. And these are what we call magic columns. And a magic column is a column where instead of this being data that either you've imported or manually put in there, it's going to be data that Streak is going to surface and then display in the pipeline for you. So for example, date of last interaction is exactly how it sounds. It's going to show you the most recent date of the interactions that are saved within that box. 
So for example, if here at Uber, I was chatting with them and I had email threads, I logged a few calls, maybe I logged a meeting, Shriek will go in and tell me of all those interaction types, it looks like your most recent one was this date. So now at a glance, without even having to click into every box, scroll through that information, I'm just able to see when my date of last interaction was and therefore know, shoot, I haven't talked to Victoria in about two months. I'm definitely going to want to call her today. <clears throat> and the same goes for any of these columns with the sparkles. So when you're creating your pipeline, building it out, I definitely urge you to play around with adding these. Um, you can go ahead and add them down here and they can pull all kinds of um, communication metrics for you. So for example, another one I love to show in demos is last email from. Um, this will tell you, were you the most recent person to send an email, AKA you're waiting for them to reply or was the most recent email from them and therefore you need to respond. Um, not sure about you all, but I personally love to kind of sit on my couch after work and if emails are coming in after my work hours, I'll check them out and mark them as unread. Sometimes I'll forget to mark them as unread and by the next morning, they're basically lost in my inbox. So a view like this is gonna be really helpful because you can then take this and know, oh, okay, it looks like I haven't gotten back to James yet or Jean, um, whereas this box, I was the most recent one to send the email. So a lot of cool ways you can use this. Um, the next feature I wanted to show you here in the pipeline is the ability to filter your data. So as you can imagine, whether you're using this for sales, hiring, project management, whatever it may be, I assume that you will have boxes in there that you might want to parse down or filter down to see a specific subgroup. So maybe, for example, you want to see everything that is a high priority within your process. I can come over here to the Save View Editor button. It's like this upside down triangle. And when I click this button, it's going to open up a menu here where I can start applying filters. So you'll basically choose the column you wanna filter by. Like I had mentioned before, let's say I wanted to see everything that's high priority. So I'll filter by priority. I'll say, okay, is any of, and then I'll select high, click apply. And now all I'm seeing here is a list of my high priority leads. So maybe, because I am using this pipeline for sales, let's say, and maybe these are marked as high priority leads because they're gonna close soon or, or big deals, whatever the reason, I might want to check in on this list regularly. I know that these are my high priority deals. I wanna make sure they're top of mind. So I could save this view if this it's something that I'm going to be referring to a lot and I can call it high priority leads. And now I've saved it, it's named. I can even click this star to favorite it. And now it will live just beneath my main pipeline. So I can have this central pipeline where all of my data lives. But if I wanna focus on maybe my high priority leads or deals that are closing this week or projects that haven't gotten a response in a certain amount of days, I can filter using that information and create those views. So I wanna show just a few more examples of this because I think this feature is super powerful and I wanna make sure we have a full understanding of it. So if I click that button again and come down to this menu again, um, 
I'll do another set of filtering. So this is a really popular one if you decide to use streak with a team. Um, so each of these pipelines that we're looking at here are shareable. So ideally, if you're using streak with a team, you can have two, three, four, however many people you'd like shared to the same pipeline. That's great because then you can have a collaborative workflow, but it might be a case where you just wanna see things you're working on. In that case, you can filter by assignment, say, I just wanna see the leads I'm assigned to, apply. And now any box where my name is not in the assigned to column has been removed. These update real time as well. So if I remove myself from a few of these and refresh, those boxes will also um, be removed from my view. So I could save this as Olivia's leads, or I can add um, more filters on top of that. So you can really layer these to get specific. We have uh, customers who have pipelines with thousands of boxes, like tens of thousands of boxes. And they might say, we want to pull all of our leads that are um, closing next week above half a million dollars and have chatted with X, Y, and Z from my company. So basically you would layer these filters and get that very specific subset. Um, and you can do it by just clicking the plus button and adding those. And then the last thing I wanted to show you here about the um, saved view and filtering is the fact that you can actually combine the filtering with that magic column feature that we talked about a few minutes ago. So I know I gave that example of last email from, so I'm on the couch, I mark my thing as unread or I forget to, it's buried in my inbox the next day, but I wanna see all of my emails where I wasn't the one who responded last. So I can go choose the column, I'll scroll down, I can pick from my magic columns as well. So I'll say, I wanna see everyone where the last email from does not contain demo six at street.com because I know that's my email address. Um, another thing you could do is if you wanted to see everyone who hasn't been um, followed up with by someone from your team, you could do, I don't want to see anyone whose e last email contains streak.com. So this is more general. I, I want to see everyone who hasn't been responded to by anyone on my team. I click apply. And now if we scroll over to that date of or last email from column, you'll notice Everyone here either doesn't have streak.com in their email address or they don't have any emails. Um, so I can save this and call it like needs follow-up. I can go ahead and favorite that. It now lives here. And then one last thing I wanted to show you. So let's say a specific view like this is very important to you. Like those needs follow-up people, you wanna make sure that they're always top of mind. What you can do is you can go ahead and click this show in inbox button and that will make sure that when you're in your inbox this is going to be at the very top and you can open and close this but now let's say you come into your email in the morning everyone who hasn't gotten a response is just kind of top of mind so that's huge as well to make sure that no one's slipping through the cracks um, and being neglected from being followed up with Awesome. <clears throat> so that's pretty much everything I had hoped to show you in terms of some of the features that make this pipeline view a lot more dynamic, help you filter through it, help you pull that relevant um, communication metric information from the magic columns. Um, there are just two more things I wanted to show here in the pipeline view 
and then we'll go ahead and move on to the box view. Um, so the, the last two things I wanted to show were the ability to send out what we call mail merges. Mail merge is our email marketing drip tool. And the last thing I wanted to share is our reporting dashboard. Um, so first things first, let's say you wanted to do outreach. Maybe you're hiring and you wanted to send all of the candidates that you have um, an email about that. Or let's say you have an event coming up and you have an events pipeline and you wanna send all of the attendees a reminder. Whatever it might be for, you can definitely set up a drip like that. So what you'll do is you'll come into a pipeline and you can select either everyone or just the boxes you wanna send the email to. I'll select a couple here. And then I'll come up to the top and you'll notice that there's this little paper airplane button. And I can either add these recipients to a new mail merge. We'll go ahead and do that today. Or let's say you set one up and every time you get a new lead, you wanna stick them in that mail merge. You can totally select these people and drop them into an existing one. Um, but if I go ahead and create a new mail merge, you'll notice that this window pops up where I now have a compose window to the left and a menu on the right. This compose window is just like a normal email. I can go ahead and start typing or I can add in snippets. These are basically templates that you can create and share with your team and assign little shortcuts to. So if you find yourself always sending the same emails, this is a really great tool to use. I have one that's for Olivia White follow-up. So it's pound sign O-W-F-U for Olivia White follow-up. When I type that, you'll notice this populates right away. Um, instead of doing that, you can always come in and just type it out yourself. And then these little kind of circles that you're seeing, these are variables. So these are things that you can pull from the pipeline. So I could say, hi, first name, wanted to follow up on the chat we had on, and then I could add that date of last interaction variable um, from that magic column in the pipeline about your team at name of the box um, or company name whatever however your pipeline is set up so now if i come over to my list of recipients over here um, you'll notice it will say i need to um, set this variable for some people so maybe a couple people i can fill their name in if you don't have names for these people, maybe you're doing outreach to um, a list of emails that you've received, you can always fix this and give a default variable for people who don't have it. So I'll say hi there for people who don't have one, don't have a name. Um, so now, hi there, wanted to follow up on the chat. We had April 7th for your team at Streak or February, hi Victoria, wanted to chat about the conversation we had February 12th for your company, Victoria Abrams or John, March 27th at Facebook. So even though this is a email with 19 recipients that took me two minutes to create, when I send it out, it will send 19 separate threads. Every single person's gonna get their own thread. It's gonna have the information pertaining to their, their boxes information. So it's gonna feel super custom. Like you took the time to write an individual email to each of these people. Um, and it shows up like a Gmail email. So it's not gonna come up like some, um, like MailChimp or, or um, what am I trying to say? One of the emails that has like a layout and all that good stuff. Um, we do offer templates like that if you wanted them, but I think people really like the streak mail merge uh, feature because it feels like you're just receiving a normal email. 
And then if you wanted to, you can even create automated follow-ups. So you would just click that add follow-up button, type out whatever you want in that next email, and you can designate how many days or business days you want to wait between outreach and designate what time it goes out. So you can set up a drip with multiple touch points. I have one that's like five, I think. Um, that's totally fine. When you click start mail merge, or if you add leads to an existing mail merge, they of course will start at the top. Um, and then again, they're only gonna receive the subsequent emails if they don't respond. If at any point they do reply, it will pull them out of that mail merge. So they won't be like bombarded with the remainder of the emails. So I can either click start mail merge now or have it send later. I'm actually gonna discard this just since it's a demo. Um, but if ever I wanted to know some information about my mail merge, maybe I wanna know how successful it was. Were people replying? Did people read it? I had a link in that email, did they click it? Um, any information you wanna know like that, you can get down here on the left in our mail merges menu. So it's just gonna live beneath those pipelines and you'll click all and you'll have a list of your mail merges now in order. Um, and it will tell you like the subject line or whatever you named it, the status, I'll scroll down here. You'll notice I have one that's paused, one that's finished. If it's active, it will say active. And then these metrics will be here. So it will tell you how many were sent, viewed, clicked on, that's for links um, and replied to. So now you'll have a great idea as to how successful was that email. Um, especially if some teams we know like to A-B test outreach, this is a great way to maybe you have mail merge A, mail merge B, you can kind of compare the metrics here. Um, and if ever you wanted to filter by that data, you can do it in the pipeline. So I'm gonna bring us back about 15 minutes when we are talking about those magic columns. Um, and I know that we had discussed the fact that these are communication-based metrics that Streak shows to you. So if you scroll over, you'll notice that there are some pertaining to tracked views as well. So I have one that's total tracked views and date of last tracked view. And these are always going to pull based on the most recently sent email for that box. So if you send a mail merge out, go ahead and assume that these are going to be pertaining to that. And of course, pretty straightforward. I probably don't need to explain this, but it will just tell you how many times someone viewed an email and of course the date in which they viewed it. Um, you can do the same for links. So how many times did they click a link? What date and time did they click that link? So on and so forth. Um, it's great for if people are reading your emails but not replying. We have a bunch of teams who think, okay, I want to pull a view of everyone who did read my email. So then you could come here, say total tracked views, maybe greater than zero. Um, and now everyone who's viewed my email but didn't reply, I want to throw them into another mail merge, or maybe you want to go ahead and, and call each one of them. Um, so you definitely have the option to filter based on the viewing, email tracking, link clicking metrics as well. Awesome. That's everything I wanted to show you in terms of mail merge. Um, it's a really awesome tool. Again, I've been here for four and a half years, and that was a tool that I can't even tell you how many times we had to tell people, sorry, we don't do that. So we launched that about a year or so ago and it's been huge. People absolutely love that feature. So um, definitely urge you to play around with that if you're using Street. And then the last thing I wanted to show you here inside of the pipeline view was the reporting. So for some teams, reports aren't necessary. For some teams, reports are everything. 
So I wanna make sure we cover it. On the top right of any pipeline, you'll have a little menu here where you can export your data, build integrations and automations if you're on Pro Plus, and you have this reports button. So if you open that up, yours will presumably be blank, um, but you'll have this little add report button at the top that you can click. And then on the right, this will have a list of reporting types. So these can be based on value, interactions, close rate, um, value on, based on time, projected close rates, anything that you might want to pull a report for, we likely have the reporting type. And then you will just drag and drop it or double click. And it might ask you to configure the data. So um, each one can be configured based on whatever metrics you're pulling. So this interaction summary, you can say, do you want it to account for every interaction, just a certain type? Do you want it to be for just one person, your whole team, what time range, things like that. So we have a lot of teams who like to kind of um, manage their team by creating like an interactions uh, report for each teammate or something like that. Um, so yeah, our reporting dashboard is great. Definitely urge you to play around with that as well. Awesome. So I know we're just a little bit past halfway point, 1231. Um, so far, everything we've covered has been in the pipeline view. So kind of big picture, you're looking at the whole workflow. I do for the last 10 to 15 minutes of my demo want to spend some time in the box. And the box is, again, one opportunity or, or one profile or lead or whatever it might be for your pipeline. So <clears throat> when we click into a box, you'll just click this icon to the left or at any point you can search box names at the top. So if I click Uber, it's right here. Um, so if I click into this box, what you'll notice is within the box view, I have on the right-hand side, that same data from the pipeline, it's just gonna be in a different layout. So I can see what stage this box is a part of, um, who it's assigned to on my team. I can edit that information if I want. Um, I can see that column data from the pipeline. So it looks like this is a medium priority lead, $80,000 deal. Uh, they're located in Chicago and they heard about us. It was an inbound lead. Um, so any information you might wanna know, you have right here. And then on the right-hand side, just a little lower is where you have your contact and organization information. So this is something really important. I wanna make sure that everyone understands this. Um, so when you have contacts and organizations within Streak, they're gonna live within boxes like this. And there is no right or wrong way to set Streak up. I think sometimes, even though Streak is, I might be biased, but I think one of the most easy tools out there, it's very user-friendly, it's very um, adoptable, it's, it's easy for people to learn. I do think that the one tricky part is just the fact that it's so broad, you can do so much with it, that sometimes people struggle with, how am I wanting to set this up? So um, obviously, if you do have any questions like that, feel free to let me know. I'm always happy to um, speak with you guys one-on-one -on -one about like your specific workflows, and um, I'd be happy to talk a little more specifically about that. But what I did want to mention is, um, some some people like to set streak up where a box represents a company so in this case uber and in that case you might have multiple contacts so maybe at uber you have five to ten people you talk to and you have all of their contacts saved within this one uber box that's totally fine some teams set it up where if you're reaching out to five people at uber 
maybe they want each person to be a box like that. Each person is an individual opportunity. Um, that's also fine. And then in that case, maybe you just have one contact per box. So just want to make sure I make it clear that um, both ways are totally fine. Most people set streak up one way or another. So whether or not you decide streak is going to be based on per company or per person, or if it's project management, it might be a project, that's all good. You can have as many or as little contacts per box as you'd like. Um, so when we get to the contacts, you can turn on what we call auto boxing. And auto boxing is what I think is one of our most powerful features. It's the feature that will pull in all of the emails from your team um, with a specific company or contact. And it's all gonna be based on the pipeline sharing. So if you're using Streak on your own, you're just a solo entrepreneur, um, you can go ahead and disregard the sharing aspect of this. If you turned on auto boxing for a contact, it will scrape your entire email inbox and outbox, and will find any emails with this person and pull them in here. If you're using Streak with a team, let's say this workflow pipeline is shared with like four people. If I turned on auto boxing for Kevin here, and the way I do that is I come to the contact, click these three dots and toggle it on. Or if I was just adding a, a new contact, I could type in like uber.com, toggle it on and then add it. Either way works. But you'll notice now it says adding all emails from your team with Kevin. So now it's going to look through all of anyone who shared to this pipeline, so all four of us, all four of our emails to see if anyone on my team has talked to someone with the email demo three at streak. Um, you can see it's pulling a ton. Of, we have a ton with this email, so it's pulling a lot in here. But you'll notice down towards the bottom, all of these threads have been starting to be pulled in. So anytime there's a little thread with an email and sparkles next to it, you'll know it was pulled in due to auto boxing. And you'll notice I have threads here from five, four, three years ago. So it gives me a comprehensive view as to what my communication has been like with a specific person or organization. It's huge if you're using Streak with a team because maybe you are doing outreach, maybe you have a support ticket that comes in. And if you didn't have the team email sharing, you might not know that your colleague emailed them yesterday and um, you, you don't wanna have two people reaching out. It's not a good customer experience. So Streak will let you know when you click into the box, oh, it looks like um, Jamie on my team emailed this person yesterday. I wanna make sure I'm not reaching out. Maybe I'll reassign this box to that person. Um, so it really lends itself to that team transparency and collaboration. Um, the default will be that if there's an email that is pulled in that you're not a part of, so let's pretend it's an email with Kevin between Kevin and a colleague of mine, it will be grayed out. So I'll still be able to see that the thread exists, but I won't have access to click into it without requesting access. So I would click the three dots, there would be a little request access button, and then whoever on my team was on the thread will be prompted to say, hey, do you want to share this thread with Olivia? Um, yes or no. There's also like a manual override button, essentially, that says, I always want to share all of my emails with Olivia, or I always want to share all of my emails with anyone in this pipeline. Most of our teams do that so that they don't have to play this game of like um, accepting or denying per thread. But for teams where security is of um, utmost importance, that's super useful. I'm going to go ahead and turn auto boxing back off just to declutter this box here a bit. Um, but just a few other things I wanted to show you. So 
in addition to the email threads that can be pulled in. You'll also be able to add things such as files. So this could be, um, I'm not, this demo account's not pulled, uh, connected to my drive, but this would allow you to pull emails in via your computer or your Google Drive, which is awesome. You can log meetings by clicking this clipboard or calls by clicking this phone button. These are a way that you can basically um, just take notes about a meeting or a call that took place. You can also add a timestamp or a timer. So if you started a meeting and wanted to time it, you could go ahead and click that. And this is just a great way to kind of jot down what you talked about, either for note to self so that a month down the road, you can remember what you discussed. Or if you're using Streak with a team, you could say, hey, go ahead and check out my call log in the Uber box. We talked about XYZ and then that person can come in, read that up and now have a full picture as to what went on on that call without having to ping you separately and, and chat and Slack about it or something like that. Which brings me to my next point of you can also add comments here. That could be as simple as like a note to self. Sometimes I'm reaching out to someone, they're like, I'm out of office for the next month. Maybe I just wanna remind myself of that. I can write that down. Or I can actually add mention my colleagues. So again, if you're using Streak with teammates, this is huge. Um, I can't tell you how many times my manager and I have discussed pricing or something along those lines about a specific opportunity. And then a couple weeks later, I'm searching Slack, emails, et cetera, for discussion. So by using Street, we now have a streamlined way of being able to do that all in one place. You can tag your colleagues, say, hey, check out the call I just had, um, or hey, can I get your help on this? Annie will be notified saying, hey, Olivia mentioned you within the Uber box. She can reply here. And now our internal communication can all be logged in the central place as well. Awesome. One last thing I wanted to show you. So, so far we've kind of covered the way that Streak is basically CRM workflow management, email marketing, and um, internal communication, but there's one last element, which is task management. So we're essentially a combo of those four things. And there are a few ways you can set tasks within Streak. So the first way is on the right. If you click this follow-up button, you have a few options here, um, just like quick little options. If I click one and then it will ask me which contact. Now with two clicks, I have a um, task saved. Alternatively, if I want to get a little more specific about a task, I can go ahead and click this check mark button. It's going to pull up a box specific task list. So this will be anything pertaining to Uber. And then maybe I want to be more specific. So I want to send over um, an invoice. I can go ahead and type that out, set the due date for tomorrow, or maybe better yet, this is a task that I want my colleague to do. I could reassign it to her. I could assign it to the two of us. Um, and basically once it's saved there, it will be assigned to whoever I've assigned it to. If ever you wanna see a list of all of your tasks, you'll go over here to the right-hand side where you see this orange streak upcoming button. This is going to be your comprehensive task list. So you can see all of the tasks assigned to you in chronological order, whether they're overdue, current or way in the future. And you can always filter this by pipeline. So if you're one of our users that has a few different workflows you're managing in Streak, and maybe that day you're just focusing on your recruiting tasks, you can filter by just that one pipeline. Um, or if you're a manager and you want to see, hey, is my team getting their tasks done? 
you can also filter by other people's tasks as well. Last but not least, any task assigned to you will show up in your Google Calendar at the time it's due. So if we pull up my little calendar sidebar here, you'll notice that for Wednesday, April 12th, that follow up with Kevin for the Uber box will show up at the time it's due. Um, this will show up as free, so it will never like block an, a current meeting, but it's just nice to have that reminder on your calendar. Awesome, thank you so much for joining my webinar. Um, if there are any questions or if I can help you in any way set your team up with Streak, please feel free to reach out at Olivia, O-L-I-V-I-A, at streak.com. Thanks.